We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we are live, the DFS OGs, back in the house week six. The weeks just continue to pile up here, but we are back uh, to break down everything we saw in week five. Uh, We'll take a look at our FanDuel OGs contest and highlight some of the top winners there. Uh, We'll take a look at our bets last week, and and things are getting tight uh, in the little OGs betting contest. Uh, And, of course, we'll break down everything in week six with our favorite bets and our favorite DFS plays. Let me bring in my boys, my fellow OGs, Noto and Chop. Chop, let's start with you this week. How was week five? And uh, welcome in, my man. Week five was it was okay. I mean, it could have been better, but, uh, you know, no complaining. So uh, he got that. And, I mean, I'm real, I was really amped this morning. I got up and w- went to Costco, you know, got the new Costco down the road. Uh-oh. And- Boy, you know what's super exciting is when you find a little shortcut to a place like that. Yeah, I find a little shortcut. Oh, man, I I was amped up now. You know we're getting old when when we're excited about Costco's and shortcuts. And I'm not not bashing you, Chop. I'm I'm the same way. Some of that stuff's exciting. So uh, nothing like a trip to Costco. All it does cost me probably a minimum of $500 uh, every time I walk in that place because you just start – yeah, we need that. Yeah, we need this. And you're, by the time you get out of there, it's, you know, you're spending a ton of money. So, uh, Derek, how we doing, buddy? How was week five? How was Vegas? Uh, welcome back uh, to reality here. Yeah, Vegas was great. Uh, Costco is also great. Like you mentioned, I always have three or four things on the list, end up with uh, a whole shopping cart and uh, don't even get to see the total. I mean, they're getting you out of there so fast. You don't even, you're just putting your card in, getting your receipt and you're out. Uh, yep. And then you look at it when you get in the car. But um, week, week five uh, last week, that was rough. Uh, it was better for me than Daniel Jones. But unfortunately, uh, he was on both of my main lineups. Ended up 23rd in the OG contest. So still moving up the leaderboard a little bit. But uh, man, if he didn't get hurt, if he didn't try to be a hero on that bootleg, uh, it could have been a lot better week for me. Yeah, we were talking pre-show. He, he probably did that a bunch at Duke. And in college, you can get away with that. The NFL, uh, that, that got shut down quickly. And it, it didn't look right. Uh, he, he stood up and uh, he, he, he was seeing stars. So uh, we'll talk about the Giants, uh, their whole team, uh, basically on the injury report this week. But uh, we also want to hear from you guys. So we already have some people uh, in the chat. Josh Duck, a regular, uh, says he tried to play a Derek Carr skinny stack. So, yes, Josh, uh, that was not great. Uh, last week, the Raiders really disappointed uh, in that game. And Randy Morrison uh, in the chat uh, saying in the top 2K overall in the OG tourney, kind of a big deal. So, uh, all right, Randy, way to get it, man. So DFS OG's tournament on Fandle, Fandle.com slash OG. This is a single entry, $7 buy-in. So definitely a buy-in for everybody. Only your top 10 scores count. So you get paid out every week like a normal tournament. But it also has a season-long component to it as well, where the best finishers overall at the end of the year 
are, are eligible for prizes and the top prize, $5,000 uh, for somebody for playing this contest. So it's not too late. Again, your only 10 scores will count. So uh, whether you haven't done well, if you haven't played, if you've only played a little, uh, you can still jump in uh, and compete in this tournament. So again, Vandal.com slash OG. And we'll highlight some of the top 10 scores or top five scores uh, later on in the show and continue with our Roto-Grinders badge promotion. Nobody took it down here this week. Uh, Roto-Grinders contributor Creighton Christie, uh, damn close, second place finish uh, in that tournament. So I want to give her a shout out here. Uh, but big time scores uh, there. So again, we'll look at that uh, later on. But you rep the RG badge, you win this tournament. Guess what? You're going to get Roto Grinders Combo Premium absolutely free for one year. We're talking over $1,000 uh, in value. So a uh, quick quick switch in your FanDuel account. Go uh, and make your avatar the Roto Grinders logo. You win this tournament. Uh, we're going to give you a free year of premium. So, guys, it doesn't get much better than that, Derek. Doesn't get much better, and it's so easy. Take you uh, ten seconds if you're playing an OG contest. Just uh, yeah, free shot at an extra grand of content. So uh, might as well do it if you're playing the contest. Absolutely. Now we also have bye week starting here this week. We have another London game, but as always, we're going to stay focused uh, on the main slate here on Fanduel. But uh, any other things we want to get into, guys? We're going to have a little bit of extra time uh, to get into some things here. So uh, we have the whole John Gruden situation, uh, which. Urban Meyer probably happy with Derek. He, he's kind of off the front page. So uh, Gruden let go uh, by the Raiders. Uh, anything you want to hit on here, uh, Derek, outside of – we'll get into the games, but uh, this whole John Gruden thing kind of interesting. Yeah, I probably have a contrarian take on this. I mean, uh, he shouldn't have said anything that he said, and obviously uh, he should know that he's, you know, a public figure in the spotlight. But, I mean, this cancel culture, man. I mean, he's going from one of the most beloved personalities in the NFL to just being hated by everyone. There's just no path to redemption uh, with Pat with with this cancel culture anymore. So, I don't know. I'd like to see some route of redemption for, for some of these guys. But, um, yeah, make a mistake and uh, you're gone, I guess. Yeah, and people change. I, I'm more in your camp, Derek. Like, what? You don't condone what he said. Obviously, that's not what I'm saying here, and I don't think that's what you're saying either. I mean, there, there's a lot of things that we need to fix uh, as a people, as a country. But to, to to dig back into somebody's past and pull up emails which should be private uh, and make it a public thing. I know he's a public figure. I know he's made a lot of money, but uh, I, I I hate to see it as well. And you're right. There, there's just no redemption here. So. Chop, any any thoughts here on this John Gruden situation? Kind of not surprising, but uh, uh, happened very quickly the other night uh, where he resigned uh, from the Raiders. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm a, probably a little bit uh, in the other camp as opposed to you guys. Uh, you know, you said it. You you make you make your bed. You have to lie in it. That's what he did. Like I don't care if it was uh, ten years ago or if it was yesterday. He said bad things, and these guys uh, run a business, and if somebody runs a business, they can hire and fire as they please, man, if it's not uh, in line with the brand that they want to represent. So you, you, you make your bed. You, I, there's, a, there's another phrase my friend used to use when we shot dice back in Galveston. It's a little bit rough around the edges, but he said he used to say, you, you stuck your hand in some shit, now you got to smell it. I, you know, Gruden, you did it. You, you did what you did. Now you got to suffer the consequences, man. So uh, it happens. Uh, I don't feel sorry for him. The guy had, uh, has made more money in his lifetime. Than he could have retired many a years ago from all of this and, and got back on a, on a private island. And that, so I don't feel sorry for any, any of these guys that do this. So I'm okay with it. Get him out of there if you don't like him. Yep. All right. So everyone's got different takes on it, but at the end of the day, chop, you're not wrong. You, you got to own your actions uh, and things like that. I just, I, you know, it's, it's digging so far back and mistakes are made. Well, I'm sure we all have things that, that we're not proud of uh, in our past that, that we don't want dug up, but uh, you're not wrong. You know, you, you gotta, you know, you, you said you stick your hand in the shit. I, I love that. that uh, I'm going to add that one uh, to the repertoire. So uh, our boy, Don, our boy Don Easy in the chat. Got to give him a shout out. Uh, he's been with us forever. Uh, and Williams is not about the money. He's been canceled. So. How about the Astros, Don Yeezy? 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Impressive. Uh, my Brewers bow out early. I uh, had high hopes there. Uh, tough game uh, with uh, with ser- tough series there with Atlanta. Man, so, what's uh, up with Yelich just standing there for three strikes like he's playing wiffle ball and don't, didn't even take the bat off his shoulder? And I don't. It, it reminds me as I coach softball and, and some of the girls they, that's you know now we're talking 10, 11, 12 year old girls and, and they do that when when you see a professional baseball player do it uh, in the biggest moments and a guy that was the MVP not too long ago. Uh, definitely disappointing, but uh, congrats to your Astros shop. They're looking strong and uh, baseball season uh, wrapping up quickly. No games tonight, but uh, Giants Dodgers tomorrow night, uh, along with Thursday night football. So let's get into the meat of the show, guys, uh, as we do each and every week, covering the main slate uh, on FanDuel. FanDuel, the sponsor of the show. So we want to thank them for that. And again, support them and our show Vandal.com slash OG came so close to filling that thing 494 out of 500 spots. So let's fill that thing. Go and grab your entry uh, in advance. If you're hearing me right now, take a second, put us in the background, go secure your entry uh, at Vandal.com slash OG. If you're listening to us on YouTube, make sure you hit that thumbs up button, subscribe, uh, and please feel free. Leave us a review. If you guys enjoy the show, those reviews certainly help uh, get the word out about our show. Hopefully it's a five-star review. Don't don't be out there being a hater, but uh, we'd appreciate that as well. So let's jump in uh, to this week's games. Again, we have bye weeks starting, so not as many games to go through. So we can go a little bit more in-depth uh, on some of these games. And we're going to start with the Rams and the Giants. Uh, Rams, obviously big favorites here, minus nine and a half on the road. So uh, one of the biggest road favorites we've seen all season long. Total sitting at 48 and a half. Giants, the story is the injuries, guys. Uh, it's just pretty much every guy in that, uh, that offense has injured. Daniel Jones uh, in the concussion protocol. Saquon Barkley, we saw leave that game early. Uh, he is not going to be playing this week. Kadarius Toney also got banged up. Uh, this guy's just been a bright spot, uh, but he's dealing with a little bit of an injury. Now, it sounds like Sterling Shepard, uh, Darius Slayton may be coming back uh, this week. Both practice today. Uh, Devontae Booker, a hot waiver wire ad here. Uh, but a tough spot here uh, as a big underdog at home against a tough Rams D. So, Chop, we'll start with you here. A uh, tough spot for the Giants. Uh, if we don't have Daniel Jones and we get our boy Mike Glennon uh, under center here for the Giants, we're not quite sure who's going to be uh, available as a as a pass catching wide receiving option. So, a lot of questions still to be answered about this team. But uh, tough spot here against a very good Rams team. Yeah, this is a. This one's relatively easy for me. I don't want. I'm not going to be touching the Giants against a good defense, and uh, and the Rams. I think they're all in play. We, you, you, you're always a little bit scared of a, a blowout like this because I think it's going to be a blowout, Bob. So you can just mark me down already for the Rams minus the points. But uh, I think it's going to be a blowout. So you, you always got to wonder about that and how much we cut into production, but. At the end of the day, for them to get up a big lead, it's going to come on Stafford. It's going to come with Cup and Woods and those guys. So they're all in play. Daryl Henderson, he, Henderson's in play to run the clock out in the fourth quarter. I, they're just all in play in this game, and the Giants are a total fade for me. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I, I had some hopes for Evan Ingram if some of these guys were all going to be out, but uh, he was even disappointing uh, last week with some added opportunities. I don't think this is a spot for Devontae Booker as good as he was last week, as much volume as he saw. Uh, this is a very difficult run, D, Derek. So uh, I'm going to go under on this one. Uh, it, the total seems a little bit too high. I agree, Chop. The Rams, uh, probably the way to go. And, and DFS, uh, plenty of ways that you can go with this team. I love Henderson in this spot. Uh, you can always package up Stafford with a few of those pass catchers, uh, including Tyler Higby, who tight end we know is an ugly position. But uh, really like Henderson. I just think this Giants offense, even if it is Daniel Jones, are going to struggle here. I think this feels like an ugly game. Total seems too high. So I'll go under the 48 and a half here. Derek, uh, we have a Rams bet. We have an under bet. Uh, where are you going with your pick here on this game? Yeah, I was deciding between the Rams and the under. So uh, I like where you guys' heads are at. Uh, for the Rams side, I agree with you guys. I think it's a spot where they uh, are going to be playing with a big lead. I think Daryl Henderson makes a lot of sense. New York. 26 in DVOA against the run, dead last in defensive adjusted line yards. So got to think he's going to, you know, have a, a pretty big game here, at least 16 touches in every game so far. Uh, I'm fine with Cup. I'm fine with Woods. I just don't know how much they're going to be able to throw in this one. Um, if you are playing those guys and you're kind of hoping 
that the Giants can put up some points and maybe you run it back with uh, a Tony or a Shepard. But, uh, yeah, it's hard to trust anyone on that side of the ball, um, even though Booker is going to get most of the work. Uh, I just think there's going to be, be better value plays that open up throughout the week. And I will take the under with you, Bear. All right, two unders and a Rams there. And want to give a shout-out here to Adam Mass uh, in the chat. Said he's been with us since the beginning, uh, 2017. Uh, now I'm really feeling old. We've, we've been doing shows for that long. Uh, but says, best DFS show on the market. Finally got in on a live show. So want to make sure we called him out. Adam, uh, we greatly appreciate the support. you listening uh, and the kind words as well. Randy Morrison, uh, comparing Saquon Barkley to toilet paper. And it's hard to argue. The guy is always hurt. So uh pretty pretty good <laughs> pretty funny there uh from randy in the chat so again we want your voice to be heard if you're in the chat you got questions uh you want to get involved in the show uh that is the place to do it let's move on to our next game and this one looks fun guys second highest total we have on the main slate we got the chargers uh coming off probably the game of the year not even probably that game was incredible back and forth uh with cleveland like a dummy i thought that one was going to be under i gave these defenses a ton of credit and of course uh, they score almost 100 points combined. And now the Chargers go and take on a Baltimore team who uh, had a hell of a comeback in their own right in that game against Indy. Looked like they were dead and buried. And Lamar Jackson, man on fire, uh, just could not miss. The guy completed almost every single pass, well over 400 yards uh, in that game. So, Derek, these two teams are riding high and uh, big total in this game. Uh, this one should be a ton of fun. I don't see many guys that aren't in play in this one in week six. Oh, for sure. Um, spending up a quarterback, uh, got to start my list with Lamar Jackson, just coming off of a huge game. And for the longest time, we've been saying, oh, we can't play from behind. Um, he's a quarterback that can only play with the lead, yada, yada, yada. He definitely put uh, that to rest last week, threw for 442 yards in that comeback win. Uh, pretty epic game for him. Um, you can pair him up with Marquise Brown. You can pair him up with Mark Andrews. Um, for me, I like the I like Andrews. I mean, if you look at the Chargers, they've allowed the fewest fantasy points to wide receivers and the third most to tight ends. So it seems like a pretty obvious spot for Lamar and Andrews. And then on the other side, um, Eckler's just been playing great. Season high snap rate in week five. He's caught a touchdown in at least three straight games. And uh, the receivers, man, it's hard to believe. But um, Mike Williams, 12 more targets than Keenan Allen, 200 more receiving yards and 300 more air yards. So I'm still a believer in Allen. All the projection systems still love him. He's popping as one of the top value plays already this week. But Mike Williams, man, it seems like he's kind of taken over uh, that wide receiver one role. So uh, I'll keep a close eye on that one. And for the game, give me Baltimore at home to cover the three. Bear, you're on mute, my man. Oh man, amateur hour here. So I'm, 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 I'm still struggling with my under bet. I, I went back and looked, so I, I, I punished myself, kept myself on mute there. But, uh, Derek, you're right. There's a lot of ways you can go in this one. I, I don't think there's a wrong answer here. Uh, I really like the Chargers side once again. Mike Williams was huge last week. You know, coming back uh, off a down game and responds. Uh, Eckler's been fantastic here. It's hard to argue Lamar uh, as the top quarterback play. Hollywood's been great. We'll see if we get Dev or uh, um, what's Rashad Bateman back this week. Uh, it sounded like he was almost ready to go for week five. So maybe he's back in the mix. And of course, Mark Andrews uh, also coming off a big game. But uh, Chop, did Lamar Jackson uh, is putting himself right back up there uh, as an MVP candidate here. It was Kyler Murray kind of running away with things, kind of like we saw last year. It was Russell Wilson uh, for six weeks. And then some other guys started to come on. Uh, Lamar Jackson, tough to argue as the top overall quarterback play this week. Yeah, it's tough to argue that because of his, his rushing. Like, uh, they're a pass-first team right now, and they're a pass-first team because their run their run blocking is terrible as an offensive line. So they're having to uh, pass the ball a lot. Now the run blocking doesn't hurt him because he's he can scramble still, unlike a running back who needs that those yards and those holes created. He can – he can get loose, so he's got best of both worlds. They're going to air it out, and he's going to get he's going to get to run. So yeah, him being at the top of the list is a, is a no brainer. Not saying he's going to be the get number one guy at the end of the week, but he's definitely at the top in projection. So he's in play as a whole. I think uh, I think Baltimore is a little overrated. I think it's been a weak schedule. They haven't shown me a whole lot. They're playing around with a lot of weak teams here, that, and they're not putting them away and. And their best win was Kansas City. And listen, Kansas City looks a little bit shaky right now. So maybe it wasn't that great of this big-time win. 
So I'm on the Chargers here minus three only only because I don't see Baltimore winning this game by more than a field goal. So I'm putting myself in a position where at best I think I'm going to push if if I'm fortunate enough to push. I just think the Chargers are a better team. And so I could load up on all the Chargers uh, against what I think is a weaker defense that hasn't been exposed just yet. And uh, I'm taking the Chargers here. And if you didn't have a piece of a 100-point game, then you're probably not – Probably not cashing in GPPs last week like me. Yeah, you had to have that game, of course, and that was the one that was pretty low-owned across the board, uh, surprisingly. So uh, I'm going to go over on this one. You guys nailed it, DFS. Again, there's not a lot to add. Uh, There's a lot of ways you can stack this game up on both sides of the ball. There's a lot of ways you can run it back. Uh, This is certainly one uh, that you can be very creative with as well. Uh, But I'm going to go over. Uh, I think both of these offenses are going to score points here. Uh, the Ravens defense is not as good as we've seen uh, in the past. And maybe we gave the Chargers defense a little bit too much credit. Uh, if Baker Mayfield and company are lighting you up. Uh, Lamar Jackson's going to be able to do the same. So uh, over uh, 52 for me in that one. Uh, nothing on the parlay card yet. Uh, last week, all we had was Green Bay. Uh, ended up as a push. We had it at minus three. I know it got down uh, to minus two and a half uh, before game time. So uh, hopefully you guys cashed in on that one. If nothing else. A push better than a loss. So we'll see if we can build ourselves a, a little parlay here this week, but nothing yet. All right, next game, Cincinnati traveling to Detroit. Uh, Bengals minus three and a half is road favorites here. 47 and a half uh, on the total chop. So we'll stay with you, Detroit, once again. Heartbreak City. Uh, I mean, to come that close, you score at the end, you go for two on the road, you get it, you end up going up a point. But 30 seconds on the clock, Detroit fans already knew what was going to happen uh, and get beat by a last-second field goal uh, once again by the Minnesota Vikings. So uh, another tough loss. Cincinnati should have beat Green Bay. Uh, let's just, you know, the, the field goals back and forth, miss, 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 miss. What was uh, something crazy to watch, these field goal kickers. I'm glad we don't have to use them uh, in DFS anymore. There was a time uh, when we still had kickers uh, in these lineups. So, Thank goodness for that. But uh, Chop, they were competitive, uh, continue to be competitive. And uh, Jamar Chase continues to be uh, an absolute stud out there. Gets another good matchup here with the Lions. Yep, they are competitive and they play hard for this coach. And uh, so for that reason, you can you can already chalk me up for Detroit plus those points at home. I'm good. I'm good with that. I think that uh, they're going to they're going to get they're going to get the first win here pretty soon. I think it may come this week at home. So I'm going Detroit here. I think uh, at home in this game environment, these guys are in play, you know, golf, Swift, even Jamal Williams. I'll keep both these running backs in my player pool, which I don't do for a lot of teams. Maybe Cleveland is the only other team, but these guys catch passes so much that uh, I'll keep them both in my player pool. Wide receivers a little bit shady. Uh, I don't think Cephas is going to be playing this week. So maybe we take a shot on Amon Ross St. Brown, who looks kind of like maybe they're giving, you know, him the green light to be the, the number one guy there. So maybe take a shot on him. Hawkinson's due to get back on that track again, where he's, you know, a top three tied in. So I like those pieces in Cincinnati. Yeah. Burrow chase, throw in a little T Higgins. If Joe Mixon looks healthy, he's fine. If he looks still looks banged up, uh, P Ryan's going to be out, so maybe uh, maybe Chris Evans as a sneaky, sneaky like, but he's not even that cheap on DraftKings. So I don't even know if he can do that, but uh, I think all the pieces in here are good are good to go. Yeah, I really like Chase here. I think Higgins is a sneaky one, Derek. I don't think a lot of people are going to be comfortable with him. Tyler Boyd is kind of the tough one to get too excited about when they're all three playing. It just feels like he's the guy uh, that's going to get squeezed. We'll see what the health of Mixon looks like. Uh, Detroit side. Hawkinson just not healthy. I, I mean, I, I keep playing him and more as running backs because it's tough to find anything too exciting on the Detroit side. But uh, he's definitely banged up, did not practice uh, today. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. Chop, you mentioned Cephas. Uh, he was placed in IR, broken collarbone. So his season may be over. Uh, now we're talking Amonra St. Brown, Khalif Raymond. So really the running backs here. But all in all, Derek, there's not a ton I like uh, out of this game outside of Jamar Chase, but I do agree with Chop. I'm going with the Lions in this one. They've been competitive uh, in these games. They, they took Baltimore to the wire, took a field goal at the end to beat them. They go on the road at Minnesota in division and are winning the game in the last 30 seconds. So if they're going to be within a field goal every time, 
I'll gladly take the three and a half here at home uh, against this Bengals team. Yeah. Uh, oh, baby. First leg of Uh-oh. the parlay card. <laughs> well, what a thunk it, man, that the, the Lions would be leading us off on the card. But here we are. Yeah, I have a little more interest in the game from a DFS perspective. Uh, love the spot for DeAndre Swift. 73 and 74% snap rates the last two weeks. He's been a huge part of the passing game. He's getting most of the goal line work as well. Uh, Chop, I like the same Brown call. 16 targets the last two weeks. Cincinnati has been pretty tough on tight ends, so you know maybe it's a spot for St. Brown to get going again. And then it uh, looks like P. Ryan's going to be out, so uh, Joe Mixon practiced on Wednesday, which is kind of a good sign. I know he didn't play a ton of snaps last week, but if he's practicing on a Wednesday, I think he's going to be good to go. Um, if he gets back up to that 70% snap share, I think he's in a great spot against Detroit. And then Jamar Chase, yeah, you mentioned a beer. I mean – so he has uh, more receiving yards than Higgins and Boyd combined, more air yards than those two combined, and more touchdowns than those two combined. I mean, he's clearly the wide receiver one in this offense right now. So, yeah, I like the running backs, and I, I like Jamar Chase. All right, let's move on to our highest total we have uh, on the main slate this week. We're talking Kansas City uh, and Washington. Kansas City minus seven uh, as a road favorite. Total sitting at 55 and a half here, Derek. So, uh, injuries here. We have to keep an eye. Tyreek Hill did not practice uh, today. That's Wednesday. Uh, we know Travis Kelsey dealing with an injury. I think both of those guys uh, end up playing. CEH uh, put on IR. So where do we come out on Darrell Williams, uh, Derek? It feels like he's a cheap running back. We generally don't worry as much about ownership uh, at the running back position uh, in our tournaments. I guess Jerick McKinnon, we can make an argument there. Another guy uh, that was very involved. Washington side. I love this spot for Tyler Heineke, Terry McLaurin. Uh, I think it's a great bounce back spot. Uh, they were not great last week uh, against Atlanta. Uh, Gibson was the guy scoring the touchdowns uh, in that game. So I, I think these guys, not Atlanta, who, who the hell did they play last week? Uh, I'll have to look back. But anyway, great bounce back here uh, for this passing game and for this offense. So clearly a 55 is very viable in fantasy. But uh, am I crazy with, with this Tyler Heineke play, Derek? Oh, no, man. I, I love the spot for Heineke. Um, struggled a bit last week, but uh, had uh, over 23 points each of his previous three starts. A little bit of a dual threat uh, quarterback. We know, you know, KC, bottom two defense against the run and the pass right now. So I'm right there with you. Um, they struggled to get pressure on the quarterback as well, which I think is really good for a running quarterback. Uh, so, yeah, I like the passing game. Um, I do worry about Gibson if they fall behind, which I'm kind of expecting them to do. And we're going to see a lot of McKissick. So I like McLaurin and then Ricky Sills Jones. I mean, eight targets last week. He's really cheap across the industry. I certainly think you can look to him. I was kind of mad. I ended up uh, spending a little bit more for uh, Mike Jasicki last week instead of Ricky Sills Jones. And then he ended up having a pretty nice game. So um, I like going that route. And then for me, KC is all about the passing game. Um, Daryl Williams is going to rate out as a good point per dollar option. He could certainly play well maybe McKinnon gets a little bit more work but I mean Chiefs are two and three they need to pick up some wins I think it's going to be Mahomes Kelsey and Tyree Kill Uh, I'm going to be loading up on them and their salaries are cheap enough that you might be able to double stack them this week yeah I love the double stack of the Chiefs this week excuse me running it back with you know McLaurin Gibson uh, it seals Jones I mean you're probably gonna use that tight end spot on Kelsey but uh, even the double stack on the Washington side using Ricky Seals Jones with the McLaurin uh, and run it back with a chief or two. So this is one I think both sides are very stackable chop. Uh, Williams is interesting, uh, more so on Fanduel just for that touchdown upside. But uh, Heineke, again, uh, Kansas City gives up more fantasy points than anybody uh, to this position. So uh, is this a spot you feel good enough about this Washington team, or uh, is it all Kansas City for you here, chop? No, I feel I feel, I feel feel pretty good about both sides here. And uh... – I think that the absence of Clyde Edwards-Hilaire may benefit the offense in the short term, and they could just throw away the running game, say we don't need to do it. And I don't think they would be able to run anyway on this team. So just do nothing but focus on the passing game, and, and in which case I still want Daryl Williams on DraftKings uh, because I think he gets some check downs. And, you know, all the receiver Tyreek and Kelsey's in play Mahomes. I like the other side, too. I don't mind Heineke. Don't mind picking one of those Washington running backs and running with it. Terry McLaren's in good shape. Ricky Seals-Jones, Ricky Seals-Jones pulled it up a minute ago, eight targets last week. That's that's big time for that for that salary. So uh, 
I like them all. I like the passing game. And you know what? If I like the passing game, you guys like the passing game. I think it's I think it's an over game. That just lends me to going over the total here. So that's going to be my bet is over the total in this game. All right, I'm going Kansas City minus the seven. I, I know they're a public team. I know they never covered the spread. I mean, they're they're atrocious against the spread, but feels like they're going to take out their frustrations here on, on this Washington defense that's been horrific, especially in the secondary. Uh, feels like a great bounce back game for Tyree Kill. Uh, we've seen this before. They they come to Philly and and whoop up on an NFC East team. This this feels like the same kind of scenario here uh, against Washington. So. Uh, the over was my other lean, but uh, I'm going to go Chiefs minus the seven. Derek, what was your official pick here? Uh, I'm going with Chop, and I'm going on the over. All right, let's move to the next game. Uh, not as exciting here, but one that looks like a tight game, Minnesota and Carolina. Minnesota minus one here on the road. This one's really swung. Uh, opened up Carolina as the favorite, uh, and it swung over to the Vikings. A total of 46 and a half here, Chop, so... Uh, Vikings survive uh, that game uh, with the Lions. It was ugly. Uh, Alexander Madison was fantastic uh, in relief of Dalvin Cook. Justin Jefferson continues to play well. Uh, Carolina side finally got some uh, kinks in the armor there with Sam Darnold. Uh, did not play well. Three interceptions in that one. Uh, kind of dragged the whole offense down. DJ Moore did not play well. Uh, Chuba Hubbard was solid. It looks like Christian McCaffrey was close last week. So uh, looking like he's... Uh, moving towards a return here. So is that a guy you want to jump in on chop? Are you a wait and see uh, how things look, or do you want to get ahead of the, the injury thing here with McCaffrey uh, and then Minnesota? Do they sit Dalvin cook another week? I, I believe they have a buy next week. Madison looks great there. So uh, running backs, the story here, chop, what do you think on both sides of this one? I am of the belief that they'll play McCaffrey this week and he'll be healthy and he'll be the guy that soaks up all those snaps again, just like he never missed any time. So I'm good right there. And because of that, that'll help the team out quite a bit on offense. I mean, you know, we can say running backs don't matter and to a certain extent they don't, but individuals like McCaffrey just make, make an offense better. So I'm in, I'm on board with uh, them being a much improved offense this week, Minnesota, like, okay, great. They got the win last week, but uh, should it have even been that close? Like, this team just isn't really playing up to what I think their capabilities are. So, uh, but I think they're all in play. I, I would rather one off Dalvin Cook, Alexander Madison, Jefferson, or Thielen. I'm not game stacking this game, basically. I'm going to one off any of the plays I put on this game is going to be, you know, McCaffrey by himself or DJ Moore by himself and those kind of things. Because I don't think it's a – I don't want to stack this game. I feel like there's a it's going to be kind of a defensive struggle here for a while. But uh, my official bet, I just – I still believe in Carolina. So being at home, you know, you just got to win the game at home here. I think they're going to win the game, so I'm taking Carolina. I agree with you. I think Carolina is the play here uh, at home, uh, the one point, whatever. You're not going to get anything on the money line here. But I, I believe in them as well. Uh, a little blip on the radar – I think Darnold's going to be better. If McCaffrey is back, I love him as a play each and every week. I really like DJ Moore to bounce back here. I think we're going to see him be almost the Mike Williams of last week where no one's really on him because he was had the down week. It's kind of an ugly game. Uh, and boom, he's right back to what he's been. So I uh, love DJ Moore in this spot. And I agree, Chop. Not going to stack this one, but it feels like one, you know, maybe a piece on each side, whether it's a McCaffrey bringing it back with a Justin Jefferson or – uh, if it's Madison in place of Cook, bringing it back with a DJ Moore, uh, more of a, a skinny type stack game here. But uh, Carolina here for me as well, and DJ Moore, uh, one of my favorite wide receivers on the week. Derek, your thoughts here? Interesting game, Vikings and Carolina. Yeah, I like the term skinny stack for this one. Uh, I like the idea of using one guy on both sides. Uh, for me on the Vikings, it's going to be Jefferson. Unless Dalvin's out, then you can obviously play Madison. If Dalvin's active, I don't think you can trust his backfield right now. I mean, we've seen him be kind of the workhorse guy for the last couple of years, but, I mean, Madison's earned a bigger role. He looks great out there. So uh, I don't think I'm going to be playing, you know, this backfield that Dalvin ends up playing. And then uh, on the other side, yeah, I like more to bounce back. Uh, last week was just because of Darnold. I mean, he only threw for 177 yards. So uh, if he gets going this week, I think that's going to be good for DJ Moore. And then, yeah, C-Mac, I mean, he practiced on Friday, um, practiced in a limited basis today uh, on Wednesday. So I think he's going to be out there, uh, obviously, um, going to be viable each and every week. It's just uh, I don't know if he's going to be 
you know, 90% Christian McCaffrey right out the gate. I mean, he came back three times from injuries over the last uh, two years, and he keeps getting hurt. So maybe they ease him back a little bit. And for my betting pick, give me the over. I'd love to add to the parlay card, but I like Minnesota's offense. And with McCaffrey back, I think uh, Carolina puts some some points too. All right, we had a question from Adam in the chat uh, wanting to know about Robbie Anderson. Uh, is this a Robbie Anderson blow-up week? So uh, any thoughts there, Derek? I mean, we saw it last week with Robert Woods, but uh, I feel like we're going to be waiting a long time if we keep playing the, the Robbie Anderson blow-up week. Yeah, I mean, eventually you're going to get it right, but uh, how much money you want to sink into Robbie Anderson? At this point, uh, to me, DJ Moore is the guy going to get all the looks. If McCaffrey's back, we know he's going to garner a ton of targets. So Robbie's a guy that can get it done uh, on one play. We, we just haven't seen it. So I, I don't love the play. Uh, chop any love for, for Robbie Anderson as a blow-up week here in week six. No, I've been waiting on it and it hadn't happened. And uh, like you said, he'll have his good week or maybe two weeks this year. But until DJ Moore goes down with some kind of injury or something, I don't think it's going to be much Robbie Anderson this year. All right, next game, we have my Packers traveling to Chicago. Green Bay minus four and a half here on the road. Another middling total uh, at 45 here, Derek. So Green Bay survives uh, the, the field goal disaster there. With Mason Crosby just continued to miss. Cincinnati did not want to win the game. So uh, they're lucky to survive that one. Now another tough road game here with Chicago, who it was very impressive uh, in that win uh, in Las Vegas. So. Uh, I believe Chop uh, was on the Bears in that one, so kudos to him. We'll check our, our betting picks here uh, and update the standings here momentarily. But, uh, Derek, this uh, this one is is interesting. When these two teams get together, uh, there have been shootouts. There have been defensive struggles. How do you see this one playing out? That total of 45 uh, feels right about where it should be in, in an NFC North battle like this one. Yeah, total definitely feels right. Uh, I don't love a lot from this game. You know, Justin Fields, he's yet to top 10 fantasy points in his two starts. He only has 13 rushing yards in his two starts, uh, which is a big concern. I mean, part of the reason why we were excited to play him was that rushing upside. We just haven't seen it. He's killing the value of all the wideouts. He can't really play Robinson or Mooney right now. And then the backfield, I mean, Damian Williams looked great in the first half last week, and then uh, Herbert ended up playing more snaps at him. You know, he was kind of the go-to guy in the second half, so – I don't trust anyone on the Bears right now. And then for the Packers, you can play Jones, but he feels a little expensive. I mean, Rodgers always has that high floor, but I like uh, Lamar Jackson, some of those guys with some rushing upside a little bit better. So for me, it's just Devontae Adams. Uh, you could play him every single week. Obviously, had the big blow-up spot last week. And since I don't love a lot, I'm going to take the under. Yeah, I'm off this game as well. I uh, just DFS wise, it's one of those uh, Adams you can always play, uh, no doubt. But uh, Jones, like you mentioned, uh, Dylan's working in that much more. So the, the beauty of Jones is it only takes one big run. But uh, splitting the backfield, he's still pretty expensive. Uh, the Bears have been pretty good against the run this season. Uh, and then you nailed it with the Bears. You know they're they're really trying to slow things down. Uh, Fields is not throwing the ball hardly at all. He's not running the ball. The backfield is split. Uh, Robinson's have been pretty much a zero all season long. Uh, Mooney's a big play waiting to happen, but I just, I just not seeing it in this game. So I'm actually going to go against, uh, my team here. I think this one's close. So I'm going to take the home team, uh, with the four and a half here in Chicago. So chop any more optimism uh, on this game. And of course your best bet here. What do you got? No, well, for the reasons uh, you guys mentioned on the Bears, I don't want any part of them for exactly what you said. So I can pass on the Bears. Green Bay's big three is always in play, however you want to play them. I don't think I want to – haven't seen enough out of any of the other guys to really make me want to play them in this game. So just the big threes on the table. And uh, for the bet, I think I'm going – because I think the Bears are not as good as I thought they would be with the quarterback change. I'm going the Packers here. All right. We're all over the board there. So, again, uh, the the lowly Lions, uh, our only thing sitting on the card right now. We'll see if we can add to it here. With four games left here, you are listening to the DFS OGs podcast presented by FanDuel. FanDuel.com slash OG to play uh, in our listener league. $7 entry, single entry tournament uh, with season-long prizes uh, as well. Only 500 spots available in that one. Uh, Don Easy asked before we move out of that game, what do you guys think about Damian Williams uh, this past weekend? I, I think he was impressive, but uh, like we've all kind of said, Cleo Herbert uh, looked pretty good as well. So 
Uh, this looks like it's going to be a, a split backfield. You can certainly run on Green Bay. They, they're not as bad uh, this season as we've seen in the past. But uh, I, I, I don't love Damian Williams here uh, in this spot. And uh, Randy Owens in the chat. Almost had that Millie last week, guys. Uh, told us a few weeks back that he was going to win it. Uh, so hopefully it keeps plugging away. And Randy, we'll, we'll gladly bring you on the show. You, you bank a Millie. Uh, we'll save you a seat here on the on the OG show. So uh, appreciate that, Randy, for listening. He was winning in. at one point. He sent so, me a screenshot. And Chop, you know the feeling, but when, when you're close, it, it's coming. You know, and Chop, you had that whole golf incident uh, years ago, and, and I believe you got redemption for that. So, uh, Randy, keep plugging away. It's coming for sure. So uh, let's move on to our next game. We have Houston. Traveling to Indy here. Indy, obviously, big home favorites here. Minus nine and a half. Very low total at 42 and a half here. Uh, Chop, we'll stay with you. I love this spot for Jonathan Taylor. Now, the concerns, obviously, are, are they're working Marlon Mack in. Uh, and it looks as more like they want to trade him. So it's almost an audition for teams. Uh, I'm hearing a lot of whispers about Kansas City potentially being interested uh, in Marlon Mack. But Big home favorites here. We saw the explosiveness. It just takes one play with Jonathan Taylor. And Hines is not as much of a concern in a game like this uh, where they technically should be leading. So big home favorites. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, I think, one of my favorite plays uh, overall on the week here. Uh, Houston, you got to give them credit. They, they they were competitive. Should have probably won that game against New England. Uh, took them to the wire. Uh, Davis Mills, best game as a pro. Still tough to trust anything here in this Houston offense chop. So, a lot of Jonathan Taylor for me. Michael Pittman was impressive. Uh, so those are probably the two guys I want to play the most here. But what do you got here? Uh, Texans and Colts. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. I hate chasing points, but uh, I, I sure wish he would have been like a little bit more controlled on Monday Night Football so that maybe he didn't jump off the charts to people this week yep. with that big 30-point performance. Uh, but I got I think I got to go back to Jonathan Taylor again. This feels like a, a good game for him to – for them to grab a lead and him to grind it out, I think that's enough. We got to pump the brakes on putting so much on Carson Wentz's plate, and I, I think they're smart enough to do that this week to uh, go back to the running game. So maybe you get you a little one-off touchdown to Pittman, maybe two touchdowns to Pittman. However they get there and they build the lead, then they then they run it with Taylor. So I'm on board with that strategy. On the flip side, maybe Brandon Cooks. I don't. He started off the year great. He's been quiet here for. I know he was quiet last week and you know, maybe the week before that. So he's kind of maybe, you know, hit, hitting his hit his peak early and now he's dying down. I I was shocked. I mean, really shocked the te Texans moved the ball that well against New England this past weekend. I think it's more fluky, though. I don't think that's something that's going to hold true going forward. So uh, I'm not much on the Texans' sides. And besides, it wasn't even Brandon Cooks last week. They spread it around to some weird guys that you would have never played anyway. So I can't chase any of that stuff. With all that being said, I think we get limited points from Houston, a good Jonathan Taylor game where we kind of take the air out of the ball. So I'm going under in this game. All right. As far as Cooks, it is intriguing. The Colts' eighth most FanDuel points allowed to receivers, 10 touchdowns, uh, the most in the NFL allowed. So uh, this is another one of those games. I kind of like the skinny stack of Taylor uh, with Cook. Cooks on the other side. I do like Pittman as well, but – uh, I'm going to go with Houston. I, I think they can stay competitive here. We saw the Colts blow that lead against Baltimore. Uh, they just have not looked crisp. So as much as I like Jonathan Taylor, uh, I think Houston comes in here and does enough and um, puts up enough of a fight to, to stay within this number. So uh, Houston, uh, begrudgingly for me, Derek, I, I don't love this game, but I do love me some Jonathan Taylor here in week six. Yeah, like the Jonathan Taylor call quite a bit. Uh, you mentioned Mac. Yeah, 31% of the snaps last week is a bit concerning, but uh, they're going to be playing from ahead. So I think there's still a spot for Taylor to get 20 touches in this one. Pittman's fine, but I worry about them, you know, playing with a big lead. So probably not going to have a ton of him. And uh, I owe Davis Mills an apology. I was making fun of him for negative fantasy points. Uh, and then he comes out 300 yards and three touchdowns against the Pats. So Davis, I apologize. Um, I won't be playing you this week, but um, it was good to see you, uh, you know, put up last week. And I will take the over just because I think, you know, Houston's going to score a ton of points. And if, uh, or sorry, Indy's going to score a ton of points. And if Houston could do anything, I like the over. All right. Let's take a look uh, back at last week and see some of the top performers uh, in our DFS OGs tournament. 
Uh, again, just 500 spots available. Uh, somebody's walking away with $500 every time they win this tournament. And if you are repping the Roto Grinders badge, let me say this again, and you win this tournament, we're going to give you a free year of Roto Grinders premium combo, well over $1,000 uh, in value with that premium package. So uh, just go into your FanDuel account. Very easy. Takes takes a second uh, to switch that badge over. And uh, again, our, 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 our own Christy Creighton almost took this baby down. So you see her RG badge sitting in second looking good. But uh, we'll cover the top five here. Junior 2084 gets our first shout out here. 174.06 in this tournament. We know it was a very high scoring week. Uh, he had Rodgers to Adams. Had to have Devontae Adams last week. Also had Jamar Chase with a big game. Mike Williams uh, with two touchdowns. Antonio Brown with two touchdowns. Uh, Alexander Madison in that lineup. Took a negative three from the Chargers defense uh, and still was able to cash uh, in this tournament. So congrats to Junior. Fourth place, John Driscoll, 172-178. He had Trevor Lawrence uh, at 6% owned. Uh, had a pretty good game. Austin Eckler, another 6% owned guy. Alexander Madison in this lineup as well. Devontae Adams. Uh, Alvin Kamara uh, was just 6% owned. So uh, hit on some low owned plays in that lineup. So congrats to John. Third place went to 4794, 186 points. Uh, he was on the Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams double stack there. So well played on that. Madison and Fournette uh, were his running backs. So a solid lineup there for Mr. 4794. Let's take a look at Christie's lineup, 186.44. Again, good enough for second place. Uh, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase combo in that one. Uh, Kadarius Toney, a, a guy 10% owned, uh, was pretty cheap across the industry, 189 yards for him. Uh, had the combo of Derrick Henry and Alexander Madison uh, and another Jamar Chase lineup here again with Joe Burrow along with Damian Williams. But our winner, running away with it this week, guys, 199.98, almost hits 200 points. Uh, on Fandle and clears the field by 13 and a half points. Genius, 2253. Uh, a pretty solid lineup here. I mean, he rolled out Dak Prescott naked. You know, no, no correlation there. Had the Alexander Madison Derrick Henry pairing, Devontae Adams, Antonio Brown, Kadarius Tony. So nails his receivers. A uh, Hunter Henry at a big game at tight end. Uh Damian Williams in the Carolina defense. So very solid lineup here yeah. by Genius 225. Look at those ownerships, too. He didn't yep. shy away from the chalk. You know, he ate about four chalky guys, and all it takes is one little less than 1% owned Hunter Henry as the top tight end on the day to uh, to get you there. So don't you don't have to shy away from the chalk, man. That's a very, very big misconception. Yep, absolutely. And Antonio Brown, 4.5% owned. Uh, Dak Prescott was under 10% owned. So... Uh, congrats to Genius2253 uh, on the big win here. And Chop, do we have the season-long leaderboard available? We, we got we got to see. I, I'm hoping Noto passed uh, our boy Dean here. We keep seeing Dean's name, and, and we all love us some Dean. But uh, Derek uh, representing us well. Derek, you said 20th this week, correct? I think I was 23rd last week. Uh... Derek has climbed up the uh, full standings here. I think I, think I saw him at 31 earlier. All right, so moving on up. Yeah, number 31. Big big 162.82 for him this week. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, who's sitting up top here? I want to give them a, a shout-out here. Now we got a long way to go. So, again, if you haven't played yet, it's not too late. Only your top 10 scores will count. So we're only in week six. But looks like 4794 uh, right there at the top. So coming off, coming off a high week, uh, a third-place finish. Uh, this week and sitting atop the standings for a shot at $5,000 to the winner. So, Chop, I, I don't think we want to dig for for yours or mine. It's been, been a rough start <laughs> no, here so far. So well, I'm definitely not in the top maybe 250, maybe 250 <laughs> if I'm lucky. But, hey, we, we still got a shot here to uh, get some things going. Got to get um, hot, man. Just got to get it. hot. Yep, that's it. All right, let's update our standings on our, our bet as well. Uh, we have a bet amongst the three of us uh, for these picks. We're tracking uh, each and every pick that we make. Uh, and let's update that right now. And things got a lot tighter here uh, this week. So leading the way last week, Noto, seven wins. Chop, you had six. I had five. Uh, and we're all within two games now. So Chop, you're sitting in third at 30 points. Noto in second at 31 points. Uh, and I'm barely hanging on to my lead now 
uh, at 32. So I'm, I'm feeling like the Denver Broncos. I got out to a hot start and uh, starting to fizzle a little bit here. So uh, still anybody's game, 32, 31, 30 uh, through six weeks. So let's continue on with the games here for this week. we got three games left to cover. Next one uh, is Arizona and Cleveland. Cleveland minus three at home, 49 and a half uh, on the total here. So Chop, Arizona uh, remains undefeated. Cleveland uh, involved in that shootout, comes up a little bit short, uh, out in L.A. against the Chargers. So do we get another shootout here or do we get a defensive game? Because we've seen both of these teams play both. You know, we saw Arizona pretty much putting up 30 a week and then only 14 last week against San Francisco. Cleveland, we've seen shut teams down and then allow a million points to the Chargers. So is this one defensive, offensive? Uh, no practice today for Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt. So an interesting development there. Uh, we'll see if it's just a maintenance day or what. But uh, Chop, what kind of game is this going to be? Because these are two teams that have kind of been all over the board this year. Yeah, I mean, Kyler Murray's been really good, and he's going to get all the credit. But they're undefeated because the defense is actually good. So you got to watch out for uh, playing playing a bunch against Arizona. They, they got a good defense. So, uh, but I think everybody's in play. You just saw last week with Cleveland. They can they can really get into a shootout here if you, if you don't watch yourself. So, and we know what Arizona can do with Kyler Murray. So uh, everybody's in play. I think it's a good I think it's a good bounce back here for Hopkins. He's been really quiet this year, but I think he gets back on track. Uh, for the Cleveland side, oh man, it's a little bit tougher. Uh, you know, I would hate to give a give a pick and then find out tomorrow that Chubb is not going to play or so, or something like that. So, uh, but assuming everybody's healthy, I think those guys are in play. Odell Beckham, just like I said last week, not much chemistry with Mayfield, but I think it's a matchup where they may have to turn to him a little bit. So I'm really torn on this game. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm going to wait till you guys give a pick. Then I, I got to think about it a little bit more because I'm not sure. Yeah, this one's definitely tough. I mean, there's a lot of big names here. And and Kyler, to me, is always in play. I, I like him. I like him paired up uh, with DeAndre Hopkins. I think Rondale Moore is interesting. You know, they lose Max Williams. Uh, I think you could start to see him be be more acclimated into this offense. Uh, the guy's electric uh, when he gets the ball. But Derek, it's always nervous cl clicking his name because you just never know how many snaps is he going to play behind A.J. Green. Hopkins and Christian Kirk. So uh, intrigued by that value. Cleveland, the running backs are interesting, but the Arizona has been pretty damn good against the run here. So uh, betting wise, I'm going to go with the Cardinals here. I, I think they're the better team. I, I think last week was a wake up call. They, they get the win, but they barely survived there. Uh, I think they pull it together here and I'll, I'll take the points with the Cardinals, but uh, pretty much Kyler, maybe Chubb or Hunt on the other side. But for a high total, Derek, I don't have a ton of interest in this one, DFS wise. Yeah, I hate seeing the Browns on the schedule because I never play anybody from them. You know, I only build one to five lineups a week, and it's just hard to, you know, trust anybody from the Browns. You got the the split in the backfield. I like Chubb. I like Hunt individually. Just uh, hard to trust either one of them. And Baker coming off of a good game, could have Landry back. But, I mean, it's hard to trust any of these receivers right now. So I'm with you. Hard to find anything I like there. And then, yeah, you can always go to Kyler. You can always go to Hopkins. I do like the Rondell Moore call in large field tournaments, 48% snap share last week, which is his highest of the season. So he's getting worked in a little bit more. Uh, you mentioned Max Williams being out. Maybe that gives him uh, even more run. So I like that. And for my pick, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel great about this one. I'm going to take the home team. It feels like a field goal game, but uh, give me Cleveland, I guess. All right, Chop, no more abstaining here. I'm on Arizona. Derek's on Cleveland. Uh, where are we going with this one? I was really hoping you two guys would agree on it so that I could just be the third and we could just have another leg because uh, I, I could see this thing re really all four points here, over, under, dog, favorite. I could see it going anywhere. I have no, absolutely no idea. But because I think Cleveland's at home and they had a tough loss, I think they maybe control the clock a little bit, but they don't get into another shootout. I think they go absolutely 100% try to avoid that again. So I guess I'll take the under here. All right. I was hoping you were going Cleveland, so I could that could be on an island uh, with my Arizona pick. Under 49 and a half. All right, two games to go here. Uh, Chop, let's talk about your Cowboys uh, traveling to New England, minus three and a half, 51 and a half on the total here. So, uh, Dallas looking good, uh, getting it done with the running game. Uh, we really haven't had to use the passing game as much. So 
was a little surprised to see Dak Prescott in, in that FanDuel winning lineup with, with as well as Zeke uh, and Pollard have been playing. Uh, New England, lucky to survive that game in Houston. It, it was ugly. Uh, no big statistical performances. Hunter Henry was solid there, uh, no doubt, but the running game continues to underperform. Uh, Jacoby Myers continues to be allergic to the end zone. So uh, this one, Chop, I guess the question is, Bill Belichick, we know, loves to take out the, the team's best player. Is that Zeke? Is that Amari Cooper? Is that CeeDee Lamb? What do you think the approach is, and can we take advantage of it this week uh, in the DFS games? I don't think there is a best player you can take out. I think he knows that. So I think what they're going to do is do their best to stop the run with the guys up front that they have, and then everybody else is going to drop back and and uh, and – I would, I'm, I'm going to suspect they're playing some, they're going to play some kind of a zone. I don't know, but there's really no one guy you're going to take out. I was uh, shocked, like I said, to see Houston be able to do that against this defense. I really have a lot more, a lot of respect for this New England defense, and I didn't think that would happen. So I was a lot more leery on the Cowboys passing game before I saw that Houston Davis Mills, you know, tearing them up. So now I'm a little worried that they, they might not be able to stop the Dallas passing game, but. Uh, for New England, there's just nothing there for me, and it's not—it's not about the Dallas defense. I don't think they're that good at suppressing yardage and points. I—I I think you know they're going to have some tough games, but this New England offense just looks bad. Like this looks—this looks worse than it did with Cam Newton. I have to be honest. This guy's such a game manager. He's too much of a game manager. He's like—he's just too much. It's too much, and he doesn't have any weapons. And so maybe Hunter Henry you can go back that route. That's about their best receiver they got. So New England doesn't interest me. Dallas, going on the road against the, this defense, which I still think is a pretty good defense, doesn't interest me a whole lot either. But somebody will get there. So, I mean, take your pick. Play one of them. I don't think it's any anything that you want to stack. I definitely don't think you want to double stack the Cowboys here or anything like that. So just one off somebody. Anybody could get there. All that leads me to think that this game's going under. That's too that's too big of a number for me. So I'm yep. going under the total. I agree completely. That this one was the one that jumped off the page. Like, why is this number so high? Dallas loves to run the ball. And yeah, they, they can score points, but is New England gonna score enough points to force Dallas's hand uh to make them suddenly become that passing team again? Uh, I think they're gonna do just fine running the ball. We know New England wants to win ugly as well, uh, running the ball, win defensively. I just don't see these offenses having to uh, really come out of their shell. And even if New England is forced to, to score points, are they are they capable of becoming a high-flying offense? So uh, this is one of my favorite bets of the week. I, I'm gladly going under on this game as well, so I'm with you on that shot. Derek, uh, your thoughts here. Uh, a high total, a, a lot of big names, but uh, just not a lot of interest DFS-wise. I like the running backs for Dallas, but that's pretty much about it. This one seems like this total's too high, or maybe you disagree. Yeah, it definitely feels too high, um, but I can't make it a, another part of the parlay just because I had a different pick. Uh, it just seems like the Cowboys do for a letdown spot. You know, Pat's coming off of a pretty bad uh, performance, so I think they bounce back. And uh, as home underdogs, I like them to cover the three and a half. DFS-wise, yeah, Dak, Lamb, Cooper, I think they're fine. You know, Patriots, they're 22nd in DVOA against the pass so far. And Patriots side, Jacoby Myers continues to have good yardage numbers. He's still yet to score a touchdown in his career. Uh, got tackled to the one last week, so maybe he gets it going a little bit um, if they are playing from behind. But overall, I agree with you guys. There's just not a lot, a lot to love in this one. All right, let's wrap it up here. Uh, an ugly game to finish things up. We got uh, the, the Gruden-less Las Vegas Raiders traveling to Denver. Uh, Denver minus three and a half. Uh, two teams that started out uh, red hot and have kind of come crashing back down to earth. A total of 44 and a half here, Derek. So something's got to give here. You know, one of these teams has got to pull it together and win this game. Uh, neither have been uh, very successful in the W department here uh, over the last few weeks. So I guess the question is, how do the Raiders respond here? You know, there's two ways it can go. You know, they can be disheveled. They lost their coach and uh, or they could come out like a house of fire and play well. Now they're, they're going against a tough defense here uh, in Denver. So uh, play-wise, I'm not sure of a bet on this one. Uh, the, the under in that last game, I, I definitely like this one. I don't have a strong lean, so I'm going to think about it here uh, for a second. Cortland Sutton's been fantastic, so I think DFS, uh, that's really where I want to go here. 
outside of that, the Raiders, uh, Darren Waller on the other side is pretty much it for me. So maybe another game uh, with a little correlation, Waller, uh, Cortland Sutton. But these running games, Denver's a split right down the middle. Josh Jacobs, uh, more playable on FanDuel just for the touchdown upside. But uh, kind of an ugly game here that I'll mostly be avoiding outside of Sutton uh, and Waller, Derek. So your thoughts here, best bet, Raiders and Broncos. Not the best game to end with. Uh, I've been betting against the Raiders all year, and uh, that's not going to change without their starting coach. So, give me Denver. I think they, uh, you know, beat them, you know, by at least a touchdown in this one. Um, I like the sudden call on Denver's side. He's been awesome, um, and I like Noah Fant a little bit as well. And then running back with Waller. Avoid the running backs. Just too many guys splitting work for both teams, and that'll do it for me. All right, yeah, Brandon Boggs in the chat. This main slate is tough. He's not wrong. I mean, there's a lot of games that I could literally just cross off and, and cut the slate in half. And, you know, sometimes that's the way to do it. There's just a lot of spots that just aren't ideal here. So uh, there was another comment. Where is it? Randy Morrison. I see, uh, you know, looking and asking about being an on-air talent and medical updates and things like that. And, you know, you, you never know. So feel free to DM any of us. Uh, about different opportunities here. So uh, you can find us all at, at our Twitter accounts, at RG underscore Notorious, uh, at Head Chopper. I'm at Beer Makers Fan. So we'd love to talk to you more about it. Uh, Josh Ducks is maybe I'll lose some more money on Henry Ruggs Chop. So thoughts on this one? Again, it's ugly. I'm going to go the over, though, in this game, although I don't like a ton. I, 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 the Raiders' defense has been average at best. Uh, Denver, yes, they have a good defense, but – I think there'll be some scoring in this one. So don't don't love it, but I'm going to go over as my official pick here. So Chop finishes up here, Broncos and Raiders. Yeah, I, I think it's it's really tough to pick DFS guys from this game and really tough to pick a side on this game when we really don't know how the Raiders are going to respond to losing their coach. Like last week, it was pretty obvious that they didn't have much interest in playing that game, uh, a lot of them didn't. And maybe their key guys didn't because they were really flat on that field against Chicago. How do they respond here now this week with an interim coach? You know, are they going to be flat again, or is it like just mail in the season? It's done. We don't really care right now. Or, or is this guy? Is this a guy that they really like? You know, behind the scenes that I don't know. I don't know the, the answers to those questions. So it's tough. If if it was the offensive coordinator that that's getting the move up. Uh, then I could I could really make some assumptions here about the offense. If it was the defensive coordinator, then I could make some assumptions about how they want to play this game and slow it down maybe. But the fact that they picked the one guy that we have no idea, like I think they picked the, the special teams guy, the special teams coach to make uh, the interim coach. So <laughs> again, we don't have any answers. So I'm going to, I'm going to take a wait and see approach in DFS for this. Uh, the only guy they would have that would interest me anyway is Darren Waller. And uh, on the flip side, with Teddy Bridgewater back there managing the game, I really don't have much interest in a lot of Broncos these days either. So uh, with all that being said, maybe I'm wrong here, but I think I think we're going to get a low-scoring game, so I'm going under the total. All right, fellas. I mean, it's not good when all our hopes are riding on the Detroit Lions. I mean, <laughs> so once again, our only pick, we can't even call it a parlay card. We're all in on the Lions plus three and a half. So – Ah, uh, well said. That that makes me a little bit nervous, but uh, our track record pretty good on those. So go out there, bet the Lions, uh, and let us know uh, if you take down some big money here in these sports books, including uh, the Fanduel Sportsbook. Make sure you go and support the sponsor of the show. All right, we're a little bit over an hour here, but we got it all in. Uh, covered all the games. Gave you our best bets. The chat active once again. We love it. Uh, thank you for your participation uh, in the show. Again, our DMs are always open, so please feel free to reach out. Uh, to any of the three of us. One more reminder, fanduelcom slash OG, single entry, $7 buy-in, price point for everybody. There's only 500 spots. We need to fill this thing. So get over there, get your entry in. You can reserve it, come back Sunday uh, and fill in the lineup. Make sure uh, that you're in that tournament competing against us. And I'm using the word competing lightly here. It's been you guys competing against Derek and you know me and Chop kind of living it up down at the bottom. But we're going to turn it on here. Uh, sooner rather than later, uh, and this is the week. So, again, thank you to everybody for listening. Guys, final thoughts for the people here. Week six. Derek, what do you got? Uh, Chad nailed it on the head. It's a very ugly slate. Um, you know, I was looking at some of the projections, and some of the top running back plays are, you know, Daryl Henderson, DeAndre Swift, and 
uh, Daryl Williams. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, fun. It's one of those weeks where putting a little extra research is probably going to go a long way. But uh, thank you for listening. Join the OG contest. Put the Roto Grinders uh, avatar as your avatar and uh, take advantage of that promo. It's not going to last uh, more than one week, uh, I believe, as soon as we get a winner. Yep. Once somebody takes that down, that's it. So uh, don't wait back and, and try to win that thing in week 17. Uh, make it week six. So again, one free year of Roto Grinders Premium. Uh, that's 12 months for anyone that doesn't know the calendar. That's well over $1,000. Uh, in value, and you're going to love the product. I mean, so much information in there, Derek. You mentioned the projections, uh, premium articles and videos, just uh, well worth changing your your little avatar on FanDuel. So uh, let's see a bunch of RG badges this week uh, in that tournament. Chop, final thoughts for the people here, week six. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, it's time now. Finally, I've been waiting for the bye weeks to come. It's it's time. It changes. It does change things up. It changes the way you play, the way you build your teams. I'm happy that we get this little change because uh, the full slates weren't really, I wasn't really doing very good with them anyway. So I'm glad it does, it does uh, bring out a different strategy. And like I said earlier, I don't think you should worry too much about ownership. There's going to be chalky guys now with only 10, 11 games on the slate coming up that uh, you just eat the chalk sometimes and be different elsewhere. I love it. I love the gameplay of it. So uh, looking forward to it. Yep, no doubt. Excited as well. So thank you to everybody for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Good luck this week uh, in your contest. Make sure you're coming to play against us uh, in the FanDuel OGs contest. Uh, and check out scoresandodds.com. Everything sports betting there. Tons of information uh, as well as premium picks uh, from all of us here. So uh, that's a, a lot of good betting information there. For Notorious, for Head Shopper, I am Bear Sansalu. We are the DFS OGs. Thank you for listening. Good luck, and we'll see you next week.